0: Hello, welcome to Black British Girl Talks, Crime, Finance, etc. A podcast about crime, finance and other things. Each week I will bring you a true crime story or financial advice or just about life as a black girl in British society. Follow along for true crime stories, tips on budgeting or home ownership and general insight into current events and black British life. So I read recently about this and I was so surprised, especially that the 30th anniversary of this event has just recently passed. And as a Londoner, I've never, ever heard of this before. Um, I obviously knew of the Brixton riots, but I didn't know that there was a connection to this event. So this is the New Cross fire of 1981 and this starts during the early hours of Sunday 18th January 1981 in New Cross which is an area in South East London. Yvonne Ruddock and Angela Jackson were having a joint birthday party at 439 New Cross Road at Yvonne's mother's arms's house. Yvonne was turning 16 and Angela was turning 18 both of West Indian origin. So the party began on the evening of Saturday 17th January 1981 and at the time, New Cross had racial tensions, there were some far-right groups such as the National Front in the area, arson attacks have been threatened against members of the black community. Apparently, the same road on which the fire took place was in 1977, the site of a National Front march. Three years before the New Cross fire, the Moonshot Club, a black community centre in Lewisham, was firebombed in December 1977, shortly after newspaper reports that burning down the club had been discussed at a National Front meeting. There had also been some early complaints from neighbours about excessive noise from the party and police had twice visited the house asking for the sound to be turned down but neighbours say there was no trouble. So some reports say there were 150, 200 guests, 100 guests, some say there were 50 and there were young guests but there were also adult chaperones at this party. Estimates could obviously differ as people leave the party. In the early hours of Sunday morning after most of the party had left a fire broke out in the front room of the three-storey house. The fire injured 20 and killed 9, including Yvonne. Unfortunately, Yvonne's brother Paul, aged 22, was also there and he did die too, meaning their mother, Armza lost two children in this fire. Experts believe that the fire started on the ground floor. There was no one in the front room, but there was a group of older people in the kitchen at the back. The young people were dancing or listening to music on the first floor and there are thought to have been a few youngsters on the second floor. The fire started on the ground floor of the house and spread rapidly through the building. There was no way for many people to escape other than to jump out of the upstairs windows. Thirteen people aged between 15 and 20 died. Those who died were Humphrey Brown, 18, Peter Campbell, 18, Steve Collins, 17, Patrick Cummings, 16, Jerry Francis, 17, Andrew Gooding, 14, Lloyd Richard Hall, 20, Patricia Denise Johnson, 15, Rosalind Henry, 16, Glenton Powell, 15. Paul Ruddick, 22. Yvonne Ruddock, 16. Owen Thompson, 16. Another guest, Anthony Burbeck, became the 14th victim two years later and the loss of so many of his friends became intolerable for him and he died after falling from a block of flats. The fire is still unsolved so I will go through what has been found and possible theories as to what happened. Mr. Neville Forbes, age 45, who was in the kitchen, said the fire didn't take too long to spread. It was really going. You never saw anything like it. People were shouting, get out, get out, and kids were jumping out of windows. So the day after, on Monday afternoon, the 19th January 1981, it was reported that someone was something was thrown through a ground floor window minutes before the fire started. Angela who turned 18 and survived the fire said that as she left at about 5 30 with five other girls they saw a white car parked outside the house with a youngish, short-haired black man in the passenger seat. Police say that the car thought to be a princess made a u-turn in new cross road and turned sharply into mornington road forcing another car to break sharply. Originally police believe revenge may have been the motive Officers had been called to the house early in the evening after receiving complaints about noise levels. They had suggested, you know, someone may have started the fire because they were angry about the loud music or because they were not welcome at the party, so this was the original theory. So 12 weeks later, um, on April 21st 1981, an inquest into the deaths was held at County Hall and the jury returned open verdicts. One week after the fire, on 25th of January, a meeting was held at the Moonshot Club in New Cross attending by more than 1,000 people and the meeting concluded with a march to the scene of the fire and a demonstration there which blocked New Cross Road for several hours. Six weeks after the fire, West Indian community... The West Indian community felt much resentment at the police for not deeming this to be a racist arson attack, and for lacking urgency. staged a 10,000-strong protest march on Downing Street, and their criticism of the police inquiry with early suggestions of a racist attack are accepted as contributing to the tensions that caused the Brixton riots three months later. The New Cross Fire Parents Committee was formed to seek a new inquest, and in 1997, the Metropolitan Police reopened its investigations, referring the case to the Racial and Violent Crimes Task Force. New scientific evidence was obtained that suggested that the fire had been deliberately started in an armchair in the downstairs lounge. In May 2004, another inquest also reached an open verdict. This time, the coroner said the fire was probably started deliberately while one of the guests and relatives of victims' gasps of dismay, were heard from more than 100 relatives in the Southwark coroner's court. Many left immediately and some of them were in tears. In his ruling deputy coroner, Mr. Gerald Butler said, "'While I think it probable that this fire "'was begun by deliberate application of a flame "'to the armchair in of this television, "'I cannot be sure of this. "'So the result is that in the case "'of each and every one of the deaths, "'I must return an open verdict.'" He said he was satisfied that the fire was not started by a petrol bomb or any other incendiary device either thrown from outside or inside the house in New Cross Road. And forensic experts had also dismissed that the fire was started by an electrical four or a discarded cigarette. What is also worrying is that two guests denied being at the party, but they were there, as evidenced by witness statements. So one witness, Mr Morris, even discovered the fire, but he denied he was there. So the deputy coroner said, Mr Morris has not told me everything he knows. He pointed to a 1983 statement where Mr Morris gave to the police in which he allegedly said, I want to tell you the truth, but I'm afraid. The solicitor Imran Khan later read out a statement on behalf of his client, Mrs. Armza Ruddock, whose daughter Yvonne and son Paul died in the fire. It read, For over 23 years, I've lived with the loss of two precious and gifted children. Despite this, I've had to enjoy a whole host of intrusive and hurtful suggestions. Today, it is clear from the coroner's decision that these rumours and innuendos are untrue and unjustified. I'm very pleased that the coroner has finally put to rest any suggestion that I started the fire or any way knew who did. I would like to quote the following sources that I used. So The Guardian, RunnyMeTrust.org, Wikipedia and the BBC. Get your fix every week by subscribing to Black British Girl Talks wherever you get your podcasts. Any pictures or further information concerning each episode will be on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Black British Girl Talks, And as always, if you have any questions, DM on Instagram. Until next time, goodbye.